0: hello there, my radiant friend. Today I want to share with you one of my absolutely favorite practices to do every single year. So I hope you stick around. Um, It's an early morning in December. As I record this, I lit a candle, I have some coffee, and I have Nova curled up at my feet. It's a good moment. So I thought, you know what? Let me get on the mic and let me share why. Um... Intuitively receiving my word of the year every year has made such a big impact on me and my magical practice and my life and my courage and my ability to grow and ground into so many moments when I've relied on that one tiny little word. The word of the year is something that I'm always amazed at how simple it is, it's just one word. Some people pick a phrase. I typically encourage people to pick a word, just one. I think there's power in that specificity and in really calling yourself forth to to distill things down. Um, We tend to overcomplicate things sometimes because we think it's going to make it more something (laughs) better, more powerful. But I think the idea of having the simplest version, which is just the word, Uh, My first word of the year, uh, I selected it intentionally when I was entering into 2016. The word was believe. And at the time, my life looked very different. Um, And it was a word that really anchored for me how I wanted, at the time, it's I felt how I wanted my soul to feel. What I wanted my soul to focus on is this power of belief because I, went, I was in the midst of, uh, we were trying to get pregnant, and then lo and behold, uh, the February of that year, we got pregnant with Skylar. So that was a big part of that believe anchoring, because we were having challenges conceiving. And there was a lot of stuff going on at work, which was kind of crunchy at the time. Um, I used to work for a very big television network, um, part of a big company, television network, part of a big company. And I'd been there for many years and ups and downs and had a really great experience overall, but sometimes we're just a little bit extra bumpy and that period of time was one of them. And um, yeah, it was just a moment in time when that word was the one that, and boy, was it just magnificent. Fast forward to, we're almost at the threshold, we are at the threshold of 2024, What a year it promises to be! Um, I've been looking at um, my chart and people's charts, and just feeling into twenty twenty four. Allowing the some just the messages that come through for me are always. It's like it. It's just that it's messages that come in different ways. Sometimes I just come across a concept, and it just feels like, oh, that's really. That feels important to note for the energy that's coming through that's going to meet us. And sometimes they come in, you know, when I'm in a space where I'm actually calling it in, Um, when I take that time to just pause and ask. And 2024 is coming in with this really, um, it's kind of this effervescent, energy, it feels pink. pink, And sort of the way I described it to a friend yesterday is that it has this kind of sort of dreamy energy, kind of dreamy and really sort of magnificent opportunity energy, but it's also going to call on us, going to call forth a whole new level of courage. Courage to be yourself, courage to speak your truth, courage to to lock into and understand your essence rather than the conditioning that we've been all like put into this sort of um, funneled through this machine and these beliefs that we then get conditioned by. Um, And this happens in so many layers. So I'll probably do another episode about 2024 because that's a whole other, um, yeah, that's a whole other topic. But today we get to focus on the word. So imagine, if you will, that you are embarking on a quest in this year, for this year ahead, and you have your backpack, and you're going to put in your backpack some basic essentials that you want to take with you, and your soul gets to pick these essentials. That's the key thing, and that's the other beautiful thing about the practice that I follow and I support others with. In terms of your word of the year, I'm a huge believer in putting logic aside and really receiving your word intuitively. And how we do that is by setting ourselves up in a space where we give our soul self, our spirit, uh, higher self, whatever you want to call it in your own cosmology, we give it an opportunity to download the word for us and to whisper it because your mind and your ego and your sort of goal self might have a word that's already like, oh yeah, this is my word. This is is what I want to do or this is who I want to be next year. But when we pause and listen and ask for the word, which beyond a word, it is an energy, it is an essence, it is a theme that our soul wants us to receive in order to walk this next year with that North Star. Um, It's like a talisman is how I've described it. It is something that you then wear in your heart on yourself. Literally, you can wear it on yourself. I always have a practice of creating a a ring with a word on it engraved inside. Um, But it is something that comes with you and follows you. And it is your soul's, I think, um, whisper to you of a theme that will both grow you It will ground you and it will show you. So grow you, ground you, and show you something really powerful that you get to learn. When we do this from the ego, it's like, oh, I think I should do this. Um, When you do this from that soul intuitive space, it's what your soul almost like is requiring in terms of your growth in the most beautiful way. And it is going to become a platform from which you can stand and make decisions, actual decisions in your life. And it will also be a buoy in the storm, in the, in the stormy seas when you can, that you can hold on to. And it will become a springboard for you to try new things, for you to stretch yourself. And it'll become a warm blanket when you need it. All of this in that little word. Now you might be thinking, "Ma, come on, it's just a word. Well, words are powerful and it's not so much about the actual physical word that you can write down. Again, it is about the essence and the energy that wants to come through. And magic and how we practice magic is all intention. Intention and then an action that symbolically brings it into form in your life. This is the essence of turning your light into form. So the form becomes a tangible word that you can write down, that you can Remember that you can say to yourself, your word will follow you throughout the year and sometimes you'll forget about it and then it might circle back. And sometimes you might be having a really challenging moment and all of a sudden you call upon your word and you go, oh, okay, that's why. And what's really fascinating about allowing the word to come through intuitively is that you may not even realize why that word came through. And those are, I think, the best moments when you receive a word and you're like, why the heck? Or maybe you feel a little bit of even like resistance or you feel like it doesn't quite match up, but it just feels right. It's like that doesn't quite match up to what I was thinking I was going to get for this year. But boy, oh boy, have trust and faith. And this is one of those things that in time, As we go round and round this beautiful carousel of life, and by the way, carousels are a big theme for next year. More to come on that as I keep um, receiving it and swirling in that space. As I go around this carousel of life, I'll have that anchor point. And it is like an anchor, and it's also like a north star. It serves both. And so how, right? How do we receive the word intuitively? The practice of accessing your intuition is one of the cornerstones of growing your magic like over time and for me this idea of walking in magic exemplifies that and your magic are these access points that you have to your higher self your spirit the unknown the web of energy that connects us all it's this looking through the world Uh, allowing yourself to experience more than what our 3D senses can. And our 3D senses are incredible. They are tools and access points for experiencing the beauty of life. So, you know, that idea of also like being right here, right now, again, grounded in your life is really powerful because your soul chose this journey for a reason. So we're not going to disregard what's happening in the moment. That's why walking in magic is also like, feet on the floor, like literally feeling the earth, um, using your hands to create good, beautiful things. But when we are walking in magic, we also are open to the magic, the messiness and the magnificence of what's beyond what we can see, what we can feel. We begin to see with a whole new set of eyes and feel uh, this more expansive expression And then when we begin to, you know, really intuition, seeing it as a thread of information that desires to come through, and it does take practice. That's why it's called a, you know, it's a practice to bring yourself into moments. And this could be when you're washing your hands at the sink or you're sitting under a beautiful tree in a park or, you know, if you're lucky to have a tree in your yard or in your front um, or you're sitting, you know, with a candle in your room, bringing yourself into a space of breath and presence and quite simply asking, hello, <laughs> what would you like me to know today? And the you that you're asking is multi-layered. It's the capital U of yourself, capital S, right? Like this beautiful stream of consciousness that like is underneath the surface of your daily life that we kind of just, we, we tend to not access and unless we intentionally do. And we get to a point where we're constantly in at being able to access it. At least that's how I feel my experience is now day to day is I'm constantly able to access that beautiful stream because i've gotten myself into that point of practicing it and discerning what's, you know, what's that and what's something else. It's part of our practice, it's part of why we we bring ourselves into spaces where we can do that. Um but it's the act of just this pause and this request and the power of trusting what's coming through And knowing that you get to practice what you receive without, you know, casting it off as, oh, I'm just making that up. Oh, it's just my imagination. Oh, that can't be real. That can't be true. All of those voices will come through, might come through to cut off that source. And a lot of it has to do with ego wanting to be safe and understanding what's happening. Our brain wants to know that it has... "Quote unquote control over the situation because that's what keeps it safe. So the minute we open up our <clears throat> broader senses to something else, it's like, no, 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 no. All these stop signs might come up and then we have to learn how to like, okay, no, I'm, I'm going to move through that. I want to break through that moment of uncertainty and fear into a more fearless state of trust. It's not, it doesn't mean I'm not going to have the butterflies in my stomach. It doesn't mean I'm going to, and basically it doesn't mean I'm going to know exactly what's happening here. I am willing to not know so that I can know, capital K know something more, but there's like a membrane there that we have to pierce through time and time again that requires courage. Walking in magic is incredibly courageous, especially the deeper we go and the more we want to access, like working with energy in the way that just like you can just feel it pulsing. To know that you can transform the energy within you and around you. and It's not a magic trick. It is an intentional way of being and moving about the world in movement, which is key. So part of the You know, your movement into this year is to request your intuitive self to receive your word of the year. And then listen, listen to what comes through. Notice um, synchronicities around you, notice symbols, notice what you receive through books that you love, or could be even a TV show, a movie, a song. Um, Our soul can speak to us in so many ways symbols are the language of a soul. Um, try not to rely on, this would be another sort of pro tip, wink, wink, is try not to rely on like an oracle deck to pick your word. I know that can be, I and by the way, I use oracle decks to pick a card per month. I have a 12-month oracle ceremony that I do every um, winter solstice on December 21st. And I absolutely use cards, love cards, but cards can then become kind of a crutch. And so don't necessarily rely on that to pick your word. Allow your soul to stretch into the, have the opportunity to show you something and it might surprise you. It might be completely opposite what you thought you would pick. Amazing. You might get into an experience where you're like, whoa, this is the word that keeps coming through, but you're resisting it. Pick that one. Oh, I have no idea and I don't understand why this. Pick that one and hold, hold the trust, hold that energy all the way through. You might come into the experience when you're like, well, what if I changed my mind mid-year? That's part of the trust that we get to build with magic because it doesn't work that way. Our mind is the one that gets afraid of fear of missing out. Our soul is never afraid to miss out. Never because it knows that every single experience is part of the process. The mind is the one that constantly like puts the brakes on things and just like wants to like know, oh wait, Uh, uh, uh." the soul is like this soft voice (laughs) underneath it all. Sometimes gets a a lot louder, which is great, but it's just like this soft, it doesn't rush. And it is not afraid of missing out because it knows that whatever word you pick is meant for your experience this year and allow yourself to be both delighted and surprised and mystified when you walk through your 2024 experience and you go, whoa, that is why that word came through. Um, It's happened to me pretty much most times. Sometimes I've received a word and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes that, that's, yeah, that totally checks. And then I'm still surprised and delighted by how it manifested itself through my life. And there are times when I have been like, why that word? No, that seems to whatever, fill in the blank, my own judgment of the word. But I have moved myself into a space of like, okay, that's the one. And I will receive it. And I will just, I will be curious. I will be curious about what happens on the other side. So my invitation over the next couple of weeks, whenever you hear this, and if you're starting the year and you're just watching this, awesome. You still have plenty of time to pick a word, um, is to allow yourself a moment of just calm reflection. Um, If you like the idea of writing, do some automatic writing. So basically grab a piece of paper, grab your journal and a pen and pencil, and just you can set a timer. These are some of the things that we can help our mind to kind of like create some parameters that then help our mind get out of the way. Our mind wants to be like in the control seat because that's where it feels like, oh, okay, I'm here, I can control things. Um, so we can give things for our mind to kind of basically think it's in the control seat in a different way. And then it gets out a little bit more out of the way so that our intuitive... Um, thoughts and downloads can come through. So what does that look like? Okay. Well, sit down, set yourself up in a space that feels like, "Mm, okay, this feels good, but you don't have to overdo it. Just whatever feels good, whatever time you have, this doesn't have to be like some big thing. Um, although if you want to create something more intentional around it, I do offer a beautiful, beautiful ceremony, um, that you can access and I'll have the link here where I take you through my own process and this incredible journey where you will receive your word of the year. And I've been doing it for a number of years and people absolutely love it. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite things to do every year. And it's one of my most popular things that people ask me time and time again about. So, but grab a pen, um, your journal and set a timer and do some automatic writing And in the automatic writing, you're basically, at first you might start, it kind of gets, your mind gets into it. You're very cerebral about it. But if you allow yourself a little bit more time, you just write without editing, whatever comes through. And even if it starts as, well, I heard this podcast and this woman named Emma said I should do this. And so I'm doing this, but I have no idea why I'm doing it. You're literally writing all of this. And there will come a point where you kind of break through that membrane of the logic into the magic and then it's like oh stuff come starts to come through and you start to write things that may not make any sense when the timer's done and you feel complete take a look and go through and maybe highlight some of the words that came that sort of popped up and then see sit with those and go oh maybe that's the one maybe that's the one maybe that's the one allow it to simmer for a couple of days. That's usually what it comes, when it happens for me, sometimes it comes down like a flash and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. That's the one. And then I will still sit with it. I will allow that. It's like a tea, like let it steep in your life and just be open to the validation that you receive through sort of your senses and through your thoughts, maybe even in your dreams. Um, you might all of a sudden start hearing that word or just seeing it highlighted in places and you're like, okay, I get it. Thank you universe. And then say, okay, thank you. And lock it in, like lock it in. Don't hesitate. That's another key thing, which will, uh, it's a conversation that I think is really important for us to be having around hesitation and not hesitating for another podcast. Um, once you receive it, write it down, um, then again, just like sit with it for a few days. You'll get a moment where you're like, all right, lock it in. Lock it in with love and with like curiosity. Don't worry about missing out. Don't worry about getting the wrong thing. Don't worry about, oh, what if I want to change gears? And the, All of these are the thoughts that keep us from going in a direction of the sort of the creating the movement of the magic forward as I'm like literally pointing my finger forward because all of these hesitation, fear of missing out, questioning, doubt, perfectionism are all the ways that our ego mind, if you want to call it that, will get in the way to keep us from being in the space of, I don't know, but I'm going to go anyway. I don't know, but I'm going to go anyway. The image I'm getting now is kind of like the soul of sort of this teenager and, uh, the parents, you know, are the ego mind and they, they, you know, sometimes, you know, out of love, they want to like hold it back and go, no, 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 that's not safe. But the teenager's like, I don't know, but I'm going to go anyway. That feeling that we get when we're young and the whole world is like in front of us, that's, you know, also part of just the growth process that we go through as teenagers, where it's, it's a requirement of our growth to be that like, you know, want to explore things with less regard for our own safety um, part of our development process. But if you equate that, because we've all been there in some way, if you equate that to your soul, your soul is always yearning for that. And the exploration can be a physical exploration of something, or it could just be this soul exploration of like, I don't know what's beyond that, but I have to find out. Exploration keyword. Um, that's why I've always said life is like this laboratory and our magic gets to be like a laboratory to experiment, to try new things. So this could be part of the beautiful alchemical spells that you create in your life this year is you receive your word and then you just see what happens. And I promise you, magical things will happen and miraculous and impactful and sometimes very challenging also Your word will challenge you. Your word will trigger you. Your word will bring up things that will feel like obstacles. Why? To break through them. We break through in order to achieve a higher sense and state of freedom and ease and like breath and flow in our discovery of life onward. So your word will become your incredible ally. I do hope you choose your word of the year. If you do, I'd love to hear about it. Send me an email. And again, if you want to join us in ceremony, um, I'm doing it a couple of days from now. The replay will be available so you can experience it whenever you want. It's going to be a 90-minute journey where you will I will support you in reviewing 2023, which is very powerful, thanking it, honoring it, and allowing it to dissolve as we begin to overlap into the energies of 2024. And then I will take you through a closed eye journey where we will visit this very special place um, where you will receive your word and I will guide you through the whole thing. So you can put logic aside and you can just rely on my guidance and my support to get you to a place that is way more liminal. Liminal is the in-between than what you can do in maybe in your day-to-day life. Um, And then I will show you and teach you some ideas of how to use that word, how to honor it. Um, All very simple, all very intentional. And uh, again, one of the most special things I think I do every year. And if you do it on your own, then incredible. Trust yourself in that process as well. Trust yourself to allow, you know, that to come through. Um, I hope that as you begin to wrap up this year, you feel you can catch yourself in breath and love up on yourself and look back at all the things you've done, created, gone through experienced this past year, oh my goodness, Um, that you look out with a sense of optimism and hope and love so that you can radiate out rather than getting crunched in by everything happening around you. It's a superpower when those of us that are in this that are called to walk in magic in our own individual way. It is a superpower when we're able to reflect our magic and our radiance out, and that's what then transforms the rest of the world. We walk freer, we walk happier. No matter what happens, we know who we are. We trust who we are, and that, my friend, is the ultimate. It the ultimate gift of life. So, um, with that said, I send you so much love thank you for listening thank you for subscribing thank you for sharing commenting liking um it's been a while since i recorded one of these and i have you know my husband and i record our own podcast called the couple shift i'd love for you to check it out it would be an honor and i'm always like in my heart of hearts i'm like desiring to come back into this space in front of a mic and just share and life has been lifing extra hard Um, and so it's sometimes a challenge for me to get, you know, to get to these moments. But I, one of my priorities, one of my soul nudges uh, for this year is to make this, make more space for this because it brings me truly, um, a lot of joy. It feels very special. So join me in that joy and in that exploration of who we get to be when we keep leaning into the things that light us up. Um. And that in itself can also become your own medicine for your life and the medicine that you share with others. So um, keep trusting your wisdom. Keep trusting yourself. Keep trusting your truth and your voice. Go on, be authentic. Courage looks so good on you and optimism does too. Um, I send you so much love and stardust always. Be well, my friend. Adios.